Hey, welcome to the House of Bliss podcast. My name is Cole Harmon. I am so excited to be alive. Uh, This week, my band just put out a brand new single. We got to be featured on Cleveland.com. And right there on the front page of the secular newspaper, we got to share all about how the Spirit of God is what inspires our songwriting, share about Jesus. It was super cool. Uh, Yeah, so I'll definitely put a link to that in the description for you to listen to. Um, And also, the last time Mark and I sat down to do a full episode, I made a hilarious and tragic audio mistake, had to throw the whole thing out. And uh, that kind of threw things off a bit. So my plan was, all right, I'll do a Netflix series just to make up for it, something extra fun. And I did my Stranger Things one last week. And my plan was, all right, this week we'll talk about tidying up with Marie Kondo. But I sat down to get it done, and I realized that it's, it's all there in my heart, but I just wasn't able to quite get it out in a way that I was satisfied with. So I'm going to try again later. So my plan, my backup plan, I say backup like it's going to be less cool. My way cooler backup plan uh, is I'm having one of my best friends and favorite people on the planet. He's actually going to do a guest nugget for you. That's right. My good friend, Matt Spinks. And let me tell you, this nugget is thick, it is dank, it is heavy, and I love it. I'm so excited for you to hear it. And it might be a little challenging for you. It might have some stuff in there that might be contrary to what you grew up with, uh, with Christianity. It might sound like it's too good to be true, like there's no way this guy is for real. But I am telling you, I have been in his world more than once. I've visited. I've stayed with his family. Um, I've met all of his friends. I've, I've just been around this guy a lot. And I know that everything he's speaking is the truth. He lives it. It is real. He lives with such a, a purity. His, his, his wife, his kids. Uh, it, it's true. It's real. They've built this community around the revelation that we can live in the bliss of heaven right here and now it's not reserved for when we die but it is here for us and so yeah i just encourage you to listen with an open mind and an open heart and really um i know like for me i love listening to podcasts while i'm working and that's great but i think this one i would almost encourage you if you could just take the 20 minutes to sit in your car and just be by yourself really let this word this revelation wash over you yeah this is good stuff and i would highly appreciate it uh if you would consider supporting this guy throwing some money his way he's got a brand new book out called high on god i know it's been something like five years in the making and uh, I definitely want to get him on here to interview, uh, but I know he'll share a bit about that. And consider buying it. I believe it's all available in the e-format, and they are working on a print version as we speak. Uh, so I'll make sure to talk about that more in the future, but for now, I'll put the ebook in the description. So yeah, why don't you just go ahead and sit back close your eyes and just get ready to really experience the flow of heaven right now. Yeah. Uh, thanks Cole. Thanks a lot for uh, having me on. Um, I do want to share a little gospel nugget with you today and, uh, uh, share a little bit about my new book that's coming out high on God. But, uh, 
before I get into the the book stuff, man, the gospel is just so juicy. I'm just so excited and honored to to be on this podcast, just to be anywhere and to proclaim the joy of what's happened to my life over the last decade. As uh, yeah, I'll just get into it. You know, I grew up in the church and uh, grew up as a good you know believer. I actually was pretty radical, went to the mission field, um, did a lot of the things that you're supposed to do as a, a little, a good little Christian boy. But it wasn't until just a few years ago that I actually heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, there's so many other things that are talked about in the church. There's so much even motivation to, to spread the gospel or to, to preach or to go to the nations. But if you ask a hundred different believers, and this is definitely the case with me, you know, you might get a hundred different answers about what the gospel is. Um, I couldn't have really told you. I would have maybe told you Jesus died for our sins or something like that. And that's part of it. But what I discovered a few years ago was uh, in Matthew four seventeen and Mark 1, 15, Jesus had one simple message that he proclaimed when he went from place to place. Uh, it says he went from village to village, town to town, proclaiming, that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In a lot of translations, you have a red letter Bible. There's just one sentence there in red letters. Uh, there's just one little sentence. You know, Jesus didn't have a hundred different sermons that he preached. Um, Jesus just proclaimed that the kingdom of heaven is at hand and he healed the sick, raised the dead. Jesus displayed and declared that we can have heaven's reality here and now. And, uh, you know, when you hear that phrase, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It can sound sometimes just like religious jargon. So, you know, but if you really study it out, what Jesus was coming to say is that heaven and earth were meant to be together now, not in the pie in the sky for after you die. That This gospel isn't about um, getting people saved so that they can go to heaven someday. This gospel is that uh, Jesus came and revealed heaven on earth, that in his body, he united heaven and earth once and for all, um, which was the original design of creation from the beginning, the original intent of God, that God and man could live together on earth in bliss, in heavenly, uh, in heavenly life, in the life that God you know, intended from the beginning. Jesus restored all of that, the Garden of Eden, and even greater. And uh, as I began to study the scriptures and begin to experience this in the Holy Ghost, um, man, I just begin to see that our existence on this planet is is meant for so much more. That we are literally uh, meant for, um, you know, the things that we thought were reserved for heaven someday. You know, uh, is there is there sickness in heaven? No. Is there depression in heaven? Is there you know? Um, you know, marital strife? Is there, uh, you know, is my heart dark? It, it, am I filled with sin? Um, you know, none of that stuff is is real in heaven. And this is what Jesus came to reveal to us on earth that we could walk in. And so, you know, since I heard this gospel some years ago, and as I began to become aware of this world that Jesus created for us to live in heaven on earth, yeah, I've just been intoxicated. I've been inebriated with the with the life and the bliss and the joy. You know, I began to experience um, with the you know why how Paul could say rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. How Paul and Silas could sing while they were in prison and being persecuted. You know, this doesn't mean you won't have challenges or persecutions like like Paul did. Um, you know, like Jesus did, but. 
what it means is that you get to experience that inward heavenly life that begins to manifest outward, that begins to, to transform things around us. But, uh, but it starts from that place of, uh, of, of knowing and realizing what we have here and now. And so that's a lot of what, what my new book is about. Um, the new book is called High on God. There's no high like the most high. And we're not just using metaphors or, or uh, you know, exaggerated sounded language. We've literally been jacked up for the last decade. My wife and I, a bunch of our friends, we've lived some of this in community uh, and just begin to see um, that heavenly life is possible. We've had our challenges and stuff. But in this book, I go over the theology, the, uh, the psychology church history of ecstatics and mystics that have, have been uh, getting a hold of this bliss of salvation that, uh, that have begun to experience. You know, there were, there were mystics and saints throughout the ages that floated up off the ground in ecstasy. Uh, St. Uh, Joseph of Cupertino, um, Teresa of Villa. Uh, there are just so <laughs> many of these wild uh, mystics throughout church history. And and uh, in the book, I, I include stories of what we've been experiencing. You know, we've seen stuff that would make your hair stand on end wild. You know, we've seen resurrection miracles. We've seen, you know, cancers healed, blind eyes open, and even wilder stuff, gold dust, angel feathers. <laughs> we've actually had a couple of friends lift up off the ground in ecstasy and delight. And uh, so this book kind of just goes through a, a lot of our stories and uh, to release, you know, an awareness of, of, what this gospel could be like. And it's not just the weird and the wonderful. It's, you know, this gospel reveals that, hey, my spouse is not filled with darkness. I can trust my spouse. I can, you know, it has relational healing there. It's, it, we begin to see Christ in one another um, on earth as they are in heaven. And we begin to treat people in a heavenly way. We begin to treat them like they're heavenly. You know, uh, we're, we're seeing this new creation reality, this finished work message of, uh, of living on earth as it is in heaven. Now, not, we're not pulling things down. We're seeing that Jesus already pulled it down and Jesus already gave us this incredible heavenly life. And so that's a lot of what we're, uh, kind of unpacking in this book, but, uh, you know, um, some of you may have never been drunk in the spirit or experienced the ecstasies. I just release in Jesus name right now. She just put your hands out. Thank you, Lord. You know, it comes as we just begin to acknowledge, wow, like heaven is in the room that I'm sitting in. Heaven is in this body that I'm dwelling in. Heaven and earth are one in Jesus who lives in me. <laughs> Dude, it's the too good to be true good news. And uh, I know it's scandalous because a lot of people want to talk about how this life is going to be hard and it's filled with suffering. And listen, we will have challenges, but you know, Jesus resurrected us and co-seated us at the right hand of God, far above every principality and power. Um, you know, he says, in this world, you will have troubles, but take heart. I have overcome the world. You know, the Bible says that Jesus was a man of sorrows, but I, I believe uh, when when Jesus died, he took sin, sickness, death, and, and all of those things with him. And when he resurrected, he gave us um, such a heavenly life that Paul could say, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. 
And so I believe, you know, we're not trying to avoid suffering. We're not trying to run from struggle. But what we're saying is there's so much more joy in this gospel because Jesus actually did something. Um, you know, this part of this book, High on God, just unpacks some of the basics of salvation again. I believe a, a lot of the word salvation has been lost. We're, st- we're still waiting for Jesus to come back and do something to save the world when he already came and saved the world, that he died on the cross and was resurrected to actually accomplish something on our behalf that we could begin to live in redemption, restoration, in uh, in union, in communion. The ecstasy and joy that you have right now at the right end of the Father in Christ is far beyond, you know, we're not waiting for some second coming to experience. Sure that I believe in a second coming of Jesus Christ where he's going to set his foot down on this planet and our faith will be made sight. But you can already begin to experience it now. It's just invisible at first. <laughs> One day it will be made visible to all. But uh, Jesus, the bliss of your salvation. I just pray for anyone who's listening to be awakened to that bliss today. And uh, yeah, shakalakala. <laughs> you know, part of my thought in writing this book as well is that I grew up for 25 years of my life and I never knew that you could get high on Jesus, that you could get drunk in the spirit. All I knew were uh, the drugs of the world, the counterfeit ecstasies of, of uh, you know, alcohol, drugs, video games, whatever it was. And I literally never met someone who was just drunk on Jesus Christ, who is intoxicated in the spirit, which is the real uh, inebriation. I never met anyone like that until I was like 20, late twenties. And uh, so my heart in writing this book is, I just imagine what if as an 18 year old, someone would have shown me that it's biblical to be drunk in the spirit like Acts 2, like Ephesians 5, like Song of Solomon 5, like Zechariah 9. If someone would have shown me that we could be hammered on the life, the living virtue of the substance of the mystical cloud of Jesus, man, my life would have, I would have, you know, saved me from years of, of just wasted, uh, you know, time. Um, and I, I just think, you know, most of the people I meet on the street have no idea that they could get jacked up on Jesus. And so I just wanted to produce this resource and get it out there. We are trying to publish it and send it to, uh, to you know, libraries and bookstores across the planet. We're doing a, a high on God tour to take this book into all the different cities of the U.S. To all, we want to hit all 50 states and travel to some different countries just to get this out there and say, there literally is no high like the most high, not just in some sort of exaggerated language, but in living experience. And, um, you know, that that's so much of what this book unpacks is actual mystical experience. Uh, it's not, it, you know, it covers theology, it covers some psychology and history, like I said, but it's encouraging people to, uh, to just sit back in the union that we've been given in Christ and all the riches that we've been given in Christ and begin to experience the rich communion that we have with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, some of you may be listening to this wondering, well, it sounds like a little bit of exaggeration. Well, let me just share a little story from the Bible to point out that this is actually biblical stuff. Um, do you remember in, uh, I think it was Second Chronicles, where 
they were pray- they were dedicating the temple with Solomon and the priests, and they just built a new temple for the Lord. And it says that as they prayed the prayer, the cloud of God's glory filled the temple, and the priests were unable to stand. <laughs> now try to just imagine that and experience a cloud of God's presence, thick, intangible, and just knocking people over, just, you know. And what it says in the New Testament is that all the fullness of God dwells inside of you. Now, <laughs> if that was enough just to knock the priests over when they, uh, when they were nearby the cloud, how much more when that cloud in all its fullness comes to live inside of us? That's what I've been experiencing these last 10 years. And I believe that's so much of what the gospel is about, is that we are filled with God. Now, this isn't just about like having some cheap high. That's all the love of God dwells inside of us. All the joy of Jesus dwells inside. All the peace, all the patience of Jesus, all the kindness, the gentleness, the self-control of Jesus is dwelling inside of us. All of his living person. And, uh, Wow. So I just pray that you would begin to experience that more and more. And it's not by, I'm not farther along than anyone else. It's not about, uh, you know, ascending new levels or learning all kinds of things. It's you've already been included in this right now in the gospel because of what Jesus has already done. And that's what we're proclaiming. And that's, uh, you know, my wife and I are in full-time ministry. Our ministry is called the Firehouse Projects, um, thefirehouseprojects.com. You can find all our stuff, videos, podcasts, and stuff. And, but I don't really care. I'm not trying to build a ministry. I just want people to experience this glory, this union that we already have. You know, the good news isn't about us accepting Jesus into our life. The good news is that we've been accepted into his. We've been, you know, when he stepped into uh, human flesh, all of heaven stepped into your world. That's once and for all. There is no separation. There is no distance or delay. We get to live in something greater than Eden right now. And I know that hasn't been a lot of people's experience, so this can seem like a hard pill to swallow. But it's the gospel. The gospel of our Lord means good news, and it's often too good to be true at first. But it says we walk by faith and not by sight. You might not be able to see this yet because your experience has been, you know, this lower world where we're sick, stuck, depressed, bored, you know, but Jesus's world is here right now. It may be invisible at first, but as you begin to hear this message, uh, faith comes by hearing and you all of a sudden awaken and see, oh my goodness, like God does speak to me. God is in me. And as we just close this little segment and I'll hand it back to Cole, I just want to invite you right now just to put your hands out in front of you. And just to realize that the cloud of God's glory is filling your temple right now. (laughs) The very same cloud that knocked the priests over thousands of years ago. It's the eternal cloud of Jesus, which is the love cloud, the joy cloud, the bliss cloud. You are filled with God. I don't care who you are. If you're a murderer, a tax collector, a prostitute, you're a drug dealer, or you're the good religious boy that's done all the right things at church, just put your hands out and receive what you already have. Just recognize that you are in the intoxicating cloud of our Lord Jesus Christ. You've been grafted in. 
You cannot be separated. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> uh, that we are flooded with your joy and peace today. Flooded with you yourself. Uh, a high greater than any other. So I just bless you with that today. And just encourage you to, to continue to meditate on uh, just this union that you have with all the fullness of heaven. The gospel is the kingdom of heaven at hand in your life. It is not uh, about trying to become a better person, trying to become a better Christian, trying to do anything. You are seated right now. Just lean back and rest, as Hebrews chapter 4 says. Rest in what he's already done and enjoy the righteousness and the peace that begin to explode out of your life. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Um, we'd love to see you at one of our events. If you wonder what all this whack is about, again, check us out at thefirehouseprojects.com. You can buy the book there as well. Again, I don't care about pushing any of that stuff or making money. I just want you to be in the fullness of your identity. And uh, I'm honored to be able to share with you. Thanks so much, Cole. I uh, hope this blessed you, blissed you, and that your life skyrockets in heavenly glory on into eternity. I know it will. Amen. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks again, Cole.